So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. Final hour of the Sports Cage, Maz and McNally. It's brought to you by Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. We're giving away tickets to the Briar. Canada has won how many medals since curling became an Olympic sport back in 1998? Canada has won how many medals since curling became an Olympic sport in 1998? Men and women combined. We're just looking for a total. If you've got the right answer, you can win tickets to go check out Team Sask, take on Team Alberta Tuesday, March 5th at the Briar, which gets underway next Friday at the Brand Center, and the Sports Cage will be live at the Briar every day, all 10 days. Text your answer to the Capital Ford Lincoln text line 306-936-6262. Now, when you think of North Battleford, Saskatchewan, what do you think of? Is that the gateway to Jackfish Lake? Is it a stop at McDonald's and to get gas on your way to Lloydminster, Vegreville, or Edmonton? Or do you think it's the home of this Saskatchewan Rough Rider legend, Sheldon Napastic? Do you, do I embarrass you when I call you the pride of North Battleford, Saskatchewan, Sheldon? <laughs> hey, Matt, how you doing? Um, you know, it's funny. Oh, after good. all these years, uh, every, everybody knows everybody knows the pride of uh, North Battleford, Saskatchewan when it comes to football was Reuben Mace, the one and only Bayou Bullets. Uh, that's still his title, no. but I, I appreciate the kind words. No, you're my pride of North Battleford, Saskatchewan. So um, you do a quick Google on Sheldon Napastek. There's a lot there, trust me. Played 126 CFL games, drafted by the Eskimos back in 1996, and signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 1999. Take us through your free agency experience that brought you to the green and white. What happened? How much money was involved? Were there tens of thousands of dollars, free real estate, cars, private jets? What's happening here? Well, to tell you the truth, what happened? So I was in Edmonton. I went to Hamilton. I never cracked a regular uh, season roster. So I was in Saskatoon, just up the highway, uh, when training camp for the riders was was in Saskatoon in those days. It may still be. Uh, And I was running these hot dog carts. I was 24 years old, running hot dog carts. And the guys would come up to me afterwards. I'd be outside of a bar during training camp, and they'd buy me hot dogs. And I was so upset by the fact that two years ago I was playing at Iowa State in front of 70,000 people and today I was uh, 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 buying, um, selling hot dogs to guys trying to make the riders. So I was, I was so upset. Long story short, I'll tell the full story on another day, but my mom just said, hey, if you're not, you know, not going to just walk in there and tell them you want to play, like, don't complain to me. And so I took my mom's advice, made a couple of trips to Regina, and, that, and that's how I got on with the riders the first time. Um, so my free agency story was coming from nowhere and just uh, cold calling my way onto a team. Um, so who was the GM at the time that you had to? Yeah, who was the Al, GM at the time when you were? It was Al, Al Ford. Ford was the GM. Yep, yeah. Cal Murphy was the head coach, uh, and I came up there. I ended up making the team. I ended up uh, playing about seven games, 
um, before getting sent home. And, and then the next year, I kind of had to go through the same process again because it was uh, Danny Barrett's first year with Roy Shivers as GM. Um, nice. So, you know, just to crack into the league, I wasn't exactly a sought-after free agent, but, you know, that, that first year with Danny Barrett, I, I was starting by week three, and it just kind of, you know, my career, career took off from there. Um, so what do you mean? I, I, uh, so we're chatting with we're sh- chatting with Sheldon Napastic on the Western Pizza Guest Highline. What do you mean you got sent home? Like what happened that you got sent home after seven games? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so this story's going to turn into a little bit of a longer one, maybe. But um, uh, so was, go ahead. Uh, we got week, nothing but time. Yeah. It was week two or week three, and rumor had it that Colin Scrivener had a bank. Uh, Nelson Van Wise, if you remember that name, had a banged-up knee, and, and Scrivener had a banged-up shoulder. So they're getting pretty thin. So that's when I decided to just shut down the hot dog carts one day and drive down to Regina, because Cal Murphy hadn't been calling me back during training camp, right? Um, so uh, I just figured I'd just drive down there and talk to him myself, and, and, and that's exactly what I did. And he kind of, you know, he's polite, but brushed me off. And I, but I said, Here, here's my college game films. You know, check it out. If you think I can help, let me know. I'm just up the highway. Well, that night he called me up. And uh, said, yeah, you, you think you can still move like that? Why don't you, if you can come down tomorrow, we're going to run you through some drill, drills, get you on film. So I went down there and, and uh, drove down the next day and, and got on, uh, did some drills for him, drove back to Saskatoon. Uh, and that night, just as I was pulling up to my house, he called, said, you're moving to Regina. So I, I filled in there for about six, six weeks on the active roster and three weeks on practice roster. But then uh, Al Ford figured... Uh, um, you know, that, that was probably time just to send me home. But at, but at least I, I made it into the system. I had some film. I played a lot of special teams. I got a few defensive reps. Um, and it was really the next year when Danny Barrett got there. He didn't know who I was. So he called me up, I think it was probably March or April, February or March, and, and uh, said, hey, we need an extra body on D-line. Do you, do you mind coming down to cap? And then, you know, no promises, minimum contract, but he threw in a bunch of incentives and, like I said, by, by week two, you know, by week three, I was starting. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it, it kind of surprised me how it all came together, but you, you just don't know. I think the biggest thing for free agents, a lot of guys are nervous, whether you're just trying to crack into the league or whether you're trying to find that place where your skill set's needed. You, you think the coach is going to appreciate your style of play. You think you're going to be a good fit. Um, or, or if you're a more experienced guy, you know, you're, you're looking for a place that's going to give you the best chance for a championship. And um, um, so there's a lot now, of things going through these players' minds right now, right? And, and you don't know what happened last year, how they got along with the coach, what the situation was. Um, sure. But, yeah, free agency is definitely now, an exciting we, time for the fans and the players. Now, when you tell that story, I, you know, is there a more Saskatchewan story than, hey, I was and, – and I know you would talk to kids to be like, I was outside a bar selling hot dogs, but I still had a dream. So don't give up on that. I don't know if there's a more Saskatchewan story than making the riders than that. You know what? Everybody's into streaming content these days. I think that's a Netflix movie. I honestly think you were the hot dog guy. Now, we'd have to change the story. I would say, and you weren't outside a bar. You were the hot dog guy outside the stadium. And then, like, within a matter of hours, they called you up and you were in uniform playing a game. I'd have to change it for Hollywood. But that that's how I, I would see it there. Um, as far I, I as your it. assessment. That's like getting the Zamboni driver uh, to play goal in a uh, NHL game, eh? Hey, now. I know. As a Leafs fan awesome. here, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So who would play? Who plays now? I you know, is it Matthew McConaughey who plays you in your in the Netflix movie in your role as the as young hot dog guy? Is it a is it a svelte McConaughey or is he bulked up? Like who is it? Uh, oh, is it Woody Harrelson? Like, it'd, be, it'd be a young Shrek. Anybody that looks no, like no, no. Oh, yeah. um, the riders' free agency so far. Watching from the outside, what do you think? You know, I I, I think there's there's reason to be optimistic. I mean, for me, the, the biggest thing is we never got a full look at Trevor Harris, right? Injured early yes. on, and and. You know, with some, and now the changes at coach, you got a chance to rebuild that office or, or that offense around Trevor Harris. So, you know, one, you got to improve that offensive line. Did they do it? Well, uh, uh, Jamarcus Hardrick, yeah, he's a good player. He's a little older, but a really good, solid player. And he knows the city. He's happy to be back. He's motivated to be back. Um, picking up uh, Jonathan Hubbard from Tampa Bay's practice roster. I mean, he stuck around in the NFL for three years, so he got some quality reps. So I think your offensive line. Probably got stronger, um, but but then with, but with signing AJ Ouellette, that's the thing that's got to excite me the most. I mean, when I heard that he was coming to Regina, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, he's he's such a threat on so many levels on the field, both running the ball and also as an outlet passer. I I, I think I think you instantly got better just with those three moves. Um, so you know, I, I think the whole question is: Does Trevor Harris come back? being a world beater, like let's be the start of last season. He comes out there and he's three and one, you know, granted it's against Calgary and Edmonton, but it was, things were looking pretty strong until he got hurt. Um, yeah, no, I'd agree. So I until think- he got hurt, everything was, everything was good. What do, what do you think? See, to me, I, a player that I always loved and, and cause you, you played the game, you would see it differently. I always loved Jameer Thurman when he was a Calgary Stampeder. I'm like, God, we need a guy like that on the ride. For sure. I don't care that he's older, but do you see the same thing? A guy like that who's kind of quiet, underrated, but just always makes plays. We need those guys. We need guys like that. You know, and sometimes the guys that are underrated uh, also have the biggest uh, chip on their shoulder and the motivation to keep playing. I mean, you know, no doubt with enough years on you and enough hits, you start slowing down a bit. But Thurman was always just a, a ball hawk. I mean, he, he, he's an aggressive player. He can tackle. He can cover. Uh, he can rush the quarterback when asked to. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think just having, you know, I think athletically he's going to improve the linebacking core. And just having a guy like that with the experience that's played in some championship team, uh, teams, uh, I think, I think never hurts as well. So I, I think, a, I think, you know, across the board, Saskatchewan was really aggressive, and I, I, I think they got better. I mean, you don't play a season out on paper, but uh, I'd be I feeling pretty good about him right now as well. I, um, not, not just players. I mean, it's free agency of coaches, too. I think, uh, yeah. uh, I think Corey Mace did a good job putting together, you know, a roster of guys, uh, stealing some coaches from Toronto on the defensive side, and their uh, offensive line coach. Um, yeah, I mean, I, is I that be like curious. because you're you're an insider? So is that coaching thing just as critical as the players, like the O line, and like you're getting Josh more Bell critical. and stuff? Like it's even more. So that that's well, more important than the free agent. Your coaching, your coaching tree is is the linchpin to all this. I, I I say it like this. I say like the players are the ones who play, and you've got to have good quality players that are smart. But if you have you're not going anywhere, even with good players, if you have a dysfunctional, disjointed uh, a coaching staff that can't put together a game plan, understand the strengths of the team, and, and make you know, appropriate calls and game plans. So it, it's, it's, 
you need to have a quarterback, obviously. You need to have receivers that can catch. You need to have linemen that can block. Um, but, you know, I think the biggest challenge this year for the Riders is going to be a first-year head coach, Corey Mace. Yeah, he's had success everywhere that he's gone. Uh, he's gotten improved. He really climbed the ladder quickly. But is he ready as a first-year guy to, you know, handle the scrutiny and the pressure of being the head coach for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? I mean, that's a, that's a big task. Now, keep in mind, when you played, there was no social media. But fans were still nuts back then. They just had less less te- electronic options. They kind of had to get at you in person, whether they were screaming at you as you were going to your car or in a grocery store at a restaurant, where now they can get at you from anywhere. We're speaking with Sheldon DePastic on the Western Pizza Guest Hotline. Uh, he was a rider, uh, 99 till 02, and then you became a Stamp, uh, and then you played, what was it, 70 games you ended up playing with the Stampeders? Wow. That, yeah, four more years uh, than it was, my- yeah. Yeah, that, my friend, is impressive. Okay, then you wrap up. So, um, Randy Chevrier, uh, who we all know, Dallas Cowboys, CFL journeyman, uh, did he play, like, it was at least a game, maybe two. You guys have a brand-new podcast. What is the name of it? What's it about? Oh, thanks, thanks for uh, bringing that up. Uh, the podcast is called uh, The Ride with Chevy and Nasty. And this is this is really something that goes back to when we were teammates with the uh, Stampeders, uh uh, we had a show on the uh, AM Sports Network here uh, for six years. And uh, it was, you know, for us, it was really just a passion project. We enjoyed it, getting on there, talking football with fans and guests. Uh, fast forward, you have kids, but lives get busy. And, and uh, we put that to the side. But uh, about a year ago, uh, we kept talking about doing it. And finally, we have. So, yeah, if you want to find us, check us out at Chevy and Nasty, the ride with Chevy and Nasty. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're also on an American uh, uh, men's mental health network called NGBT.TV. Or yeah. TV. Um, so tell me about so, that, because I saw that. I, so explain to that, because you'd mentioned it's a men's mental health network. And keep in mind, you're a tough football player. You don't talk about your feelings. I'm, I'm uh, just a normal <laughs> civilian. I barely talk about mine. Where did this come from, and why is this important to you guys? You know, really, we, we got introduced to, to uh, Ian Hill, the, uh, uh, the founder of the league, uh, and it just totally bought into his story. It's something like 43 people every hour in North America um, attempt suicide on any, given, you know, on any given hour. And most of those are men in the ages of 40s to 60s. And so he approached us about bringing our show onto his network. And, and really, we're not mental health experts, but we have a live show every Tuesday night at 11 o'clock Mountain Standard Time after a lineup of shows. Um, and really, it's just a chance to talk some sports. We talk about kids. We talk about movies. A lot of interaction with our guests. Uh, we even had Jeff Garcia on a couple of weeks ago talking about his uh, life after football and some advice for some of the young players uh, p- uh, playing now leading into the Super Bowl. Um, you know, so the network's got a lot of, uh, there's a lot of practical uh, mental health stuff. There's a lot of just good sports stories. Uh, our show's just uh, two guys, two knuckleheads, Long past our playing days, I still like talking about football, life, and just stuff. So what's the response been? Have people reached out to you to say, hey, thank you for this, or uh, thanks for making it kind of safe to talk about what's going on? Because a lot of times, everybody's proud. You never want to let anybody ever in on sometimes the inside that it's all falling apart and you're trying to hold it together. Um outside everybody wants to do a podcast but you guys are kind of doing it with a purpose now and i'm like wow that's good so what is the name of the podcast network if people want to check that out 
So you can check us out. The network is, uh, just go to ngbn.tv. Uh, you can see a lineup of shows, and, and it's mostly U.S.-based, but there's a ton of great shows and programs on there. Uh, we've also just gone on to Roku TV, so we're actually now a TV station. So on a, any of your Apple Whoa. devices, Samsung, uh, or Roku TV, just download the NGBN uh, app, and you can live stream the shows anytime you want. You can watch live. We're just in setup stage, so there's only a few nights a week that are live all the time, but I think in two weeks it's, it's going to be a 24-hour day broadcasting, which is really exciting to be a part of you know, something that's new. Um, yeah. And yeah, oh, the response great. has been great. We're small. We're, we're not, we're not big yet. Um, but you know, we grow every week and we're having fun doing it. And that's really why we started it. Hey, real quick. And we'll wrap up here. When you were with the riders, is that the time that Steve Sarkeesian was with the riders? I think, I think there is a one year overlap there. Yeah. I think uh, that was around. Okay. Who else was there? We had, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you obviously probably saw this on social media. Former Saskatchewan Rough Rider Steve Sarkeesian signing the what was that a seven year extension with the University of Texas Longhorns for ten million a season, and he gets twenty hours of use of the UT private jet. I'm not sure if you're still tight with Sark, but if you have his cell phone number, maybe shoot him a message to be like, hey man, what's going on? Uh, remember me from 25 years ago? No, He's done okay no. what, for himself. What? That's big time, man. That's big time. Oh, Sheldon Napastic, thank you, sir, for coming on. It's the Western Pizza Guest Hotline. Perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings, plus Greek food like souvlaki, ribs, and salads. The goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza today. It's a great story. From selling hot dogs outside a bar on 8th Street in Saskatoon while training camp was going on. If you missed any of our Sheldon DePastic interviews or our Luke Mullinder or Kelly Kirsch interviews, the podcast will be posted. McNally, before he's going to blast for the night, is going to post the podcast on the social channels, on Facebook and on Twitter. You can catch the whole show or you can just go dive in and grab the interviews there. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will give away those Briar tickets. It's last call. Canada has won how many medals since curling became an Olympic sport in 1998 text the answer to the capital ford lincoln text line 306-936-6262 it's the sports cage on 620 ckrm